0: Hello, everyone. I am Carla Jakubovic, hostess of the Swiss Learning podcast, and thanks for listening. Swiss Learning represents 13 prestigious schools in Switzerland, and they're experts at finding the right fit for each student. On this podcast, we will showcase alumni from each one of these schools to share their success stories and insights with you. Today, our podcast welcomes Nico Klein, an alumnus from Institut Le Jose. Nico, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thanks very much. Delighted to be here. It's really wonderful to be here and to talk about all the education and the background that I've been privileged to go through and tell you my story.
0: That sounds exciting. Nico, let's start by letting you introduce yourself to our listeners, please.
1: So I'm Nico Klein. Right now, I'm busy being a managing partner at Deloitte. It's a professional services firm where I lead the European practice for life sciences and healthcare. So most of my professional life at Deloitte, which is now in my third decade, believe it or not, is focused on helping serve one of the life-changing industries which really was brought to the foreground during the pandemic and now even more poised to accelerate the future of health. It's it's really a core passion of mine, helping move society from sick care to prevention and well-being. But equally next to that is really helping students and the next generation find and channel their energy, their ambition through uh, some of my work, uh, which is called the Impact Initiative, which we can talk later about.
0: Yeah, that sounds both important and exciting. And uh, I'll be asking you more questions about that a little bit later on. But let's start by the beginning. How did you end up at a boarding school in Switzerland?
1: Yes, I, I never thought that I'd end up in Switzerland to begin with, actually, because I grew up in the northeast of Belgium a town called Hasselt in Limburg, where at the age of 13, my parents took a really a life-defining decision to send me to an international boarding school to really open my mind to the world and learn from, I would say, a broader set of experiences and values. And frankly, with this decision, I'm still ever so grateful for as it really shaped me in being who I am today
0: were you part of choosing the school, choosing Rosé? Did you visit more than one? How did that process uh, take place?
1: Yeah, g- great question, because yes, in, at the time, I um, we, we lived in what was actually a town of 60,000 people, and um, I already had an urge to see more of the world, even at my young age, and so my parents took me often to Switzerland, and So we came across several schools, several international schools, and this was one that they also thought was quite exceptional. And I was very fortunate that ultimately that was the choice that I also looked for. But a year after me starting in Rosé, my sister then came and subsequently a friend from the same town joined me. And then ultimately, my parents actually moved from Belgium to Switzerland. So today, I can say that I, I was made in Switzerland, but born in Belgium.
0: <laughs> yes, sounds so. And as we were just mentioning, Switzerland is renowned for its exceptional boarding schools. In your opinion, what sets Le Rosé apart from the rest?
1: Yeah, lots have been said what sets Rosé apart when you go on Wikipedia or other, uh, you know, other instances online. but. For me personally, it's it's focused on an exploring, I'd say pushing one's boundaries across academics, sports, and arts. It's a much more holistic perspective now that I can now that I have more distance of what I experienced at the time. But it's also providing a common and clear set of principles and values, which in turn creates a lifelong bond that only strengthens over time in that community. And that all of that with a team of friends that I still cherish having today, but in a unique, also physical setting between Roll and near the lake, well, at the Lake Geneva, Ingstad in the mountains, and now extending even into Africa and Kenya. So it's a real life experience that sets it all apart.
0: It, it absolutely is. I recently had the opportunity to visit uh, both the campus in Rol and Ingstad, and, and it's exceptional. And I think that's why whenever possible visiting in person is such, you know, it's so important because it's truly exceptional uh, what they have there. Speaking of the school itself, what's your absolute favorite memory from your time at Rosé?
1: Well, there are many, but I try to keep it short. So (laughs) thinking about, let's say, a couple of them, uh, I I think it's really the camaraderie in a small class setting because we didn't have very large class settings and so we, we really connected with the teachers with small group of people on how we went through the academic school years through our <coughs> baccalaureate or at the time i did a swiss matura and next to that then you had the sports and the arts next to the academics now and i was particularly fond of running at the time and that, that created at least a good foundation for me when i'm still enjoying running and being quite active. And then finally as well, um, a thing that I never expected that I would do is uh, being a lead actor in a theater piece. Um, My French was good enough, but wasn't really good enough to be a lead actor into a French theater piece. So that was a great challenge that I took on. So really pushing my boundaries there.
0: Excellent. And on campus, what were your favorite things to do? Could you share a funny anecdote with us?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there, there were many things, as um, I said, between, between sports and so forth, but there was one event that happened every year that really brought us all together, and that is called Le Grand Jeu. It means the big game. And it's um, a real life experience exercise, in a way, where we're grouped into small camps or teams where we overnight learn to defend our own territory through flags and emblems. And what that means is it's, there's no violence involved at all. But it really um, teaches you how to organize your team to be together, yet go defend and go capture these flags from the other camps in the nights, in the woods, unknown territory, a real-life experience that creates a bond. And, and, and for all those who've done it, it's a vivid memory they all have.
0: Yeah, I like how you know. Whenever speaking with students, uh, each group seems to have like their own favorite memory. You know, for you was the big game, and for others are the talent show. I think uh, some of these experiences really, really sticks, really stays with us for for the rest of our lives. Uh, um, at the time, I don't think we realize it as much. And as you said, once we have the opportunity to later on look back and reflect, we realize that um, it impacts us in in more ways than than others. Um, Did any of your teachers influence your liking of a particular subject?
1: That's an excellent question, because of course, you could go like, oh, I remember maths, or I remember French. But I would say as well, um, in skiing, because skiing is being part of a whole semester over the winter period. And that's a unique privilege and experience as well, where we're pushed to become much better as well in sports. And at least using that time, not just to enjoy skiing, but also push one's sports boundaries. So there, I still vividly remember, I'd say, the sports teachers as a whole. And because naturally, I may be sporty, but I wasn't as competitive. And they definitely brought that spirit into me.
0: That's interesting to hear. Nico, you speak Dutch, English, French, German, Spanish and Italian. Did you learn any of these languages at Rosé?
1: I would say... Some of them I grew up with, Dutch, Flemish, and native. Um, English, necessarily, I perfected together with French. Uh, I would just say Italian is the only one I took on later in work, uh, and, and actually all of that thanks to my studies in Latin, which provide, provided that foundation. But I'm fortunate to have a real, I'd say, interest in languages, and I like always to decipher any language or any form of communication.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, your French wasn't good enough at the time to get a leading uh, role as an actor. Is it good enough? Was it good enough after Rosé?
1: Most definitely, and the teachers made sure of that. It was <laughs> the, the toughest challenge I had, but I, I we truly enjoy still speaking French today at, at home as well, so yeah
0: and you you were just mentioning sports and how a whole semester is spent in stad uh, besides sports a lot of what rose offers takes place outside of the classroom could you talk to us a little bit more about that
1: yeah i would say <clears throat> there are the creative activities the arts activities particularly investments have gone in to creating what i would say is world class infrastructure as well to enable um The students now to fully i would say flourish on whatever um talent they have and further develop let it be academic, let it be at arts, let it be sports and that is quite unique and and, and it creates as well that that common bond i would say for me, the activities outside of the classroom is yeah the, the, the having the togetherness and going doing the sports, let it be skiing, let it be running, let it be even rowing. I mean, rowing I discovered during the spring season, which I never thought I wanted to really take part of. And it was a really life-changing experience as well, being in a rowing team. Then it's as well the cultural trips, cultural trips that we had anywhere from the Middle East to in Europe and Spain, um, or now as we have it as well in Africa and, and far and beyond. It's really being in touch with the different cultures, um, being appreciative of them and not just judgmental. And it's this open mindedness, this really, I'd say, global um, mindset that we learn uh, in the school.
0: Absolutely. I agree that it's much more than academics and sports. It's this whole cultural awareness that uh, is instilled in the students during their time there. And in speaking with uh, Ancien rosean <laughs> AKA former students, everyone seems to agree that the best gift you get from the school are the friendships. Could you tell us a little bit more about Rosé's alumni network and some of the initiatives in place to keep its alumni connected?
1: Uh, it's, it's great and, and something I'm a particularly fond and keen of, I'm myself part of uh, what they call the Ancien Roséan Committee and particularly keen because we have now the next generation of my family at school and wanted to see them as well flourish beyond just being a student but also afterwards staying connected and being exactly that example myself. But what you can tell now is quite unique in the school is they call it really a school for life but it it, it is unique in that the alum invest their own time in putting a system in place, which naturally is there through country representatives, class representatives. So that means in whichever part of the world you are, you can contact somebody that is taking the the responsibility and connecting the alumni in their geographic area but that could be a city like New York, that could be a country, if you're saying Costa Rica, for example, and we've got pretty much most of the world covered that way, which is, I mean, pretty impressive when you think about it. We've got about 6,000 alum. And so there's always something happening everywhere. So immediately we say happening somewhere, that means trips, getting together on the social activity, but also more on ongoing development. Socially, getting together means that we find trips that are truly unique uh, as one that I just experienced in the month of May. I went through Svalbard, which is one of the closest inhabited places near the the North Pole, where we were about 50 of the alum coming together to better understand um, the activities over there, but equally the impact of climate change. And so it is combining getting together, but also with a purpose. And particularly on that purpose point, I took a particular interest on which impact alum have had in their society and in their communities, particularly to set an example on the current students and on the recent graduates. So I've been, if you want, the one who initiated an initiative called Rosa Impact, which is documenting and learning from these alum that have Outstanding achievements and significant sustainable impact in their communities and in society, and make them as well pass that on to current students. So it's it's one of my missions to really make sure that our impact is fully recognised, not just because we are a leading Swiss international school, but more by the achievements and the impact that the alum have created.
0: That's outstanding. And how easily can a student look up uh, another alum? Is there an app or is it just a website? How does that work?
1: So, we, yeah, we, we're very well organized, I must say, particularly over the past few years. Um, we've invested significantly as an alum organization in having a website and an app where you can easily find anyone in, from you know, any region, any city, from any area of interest. There are focus groups, groups of activity that are together. And so it's very easy to be part of different social groups, activity groups, Um, all that is really well organized.
0: That's phenomenal, Nico. Nico, what can parents who are investing in this kind of education expect?
1: I, I think more important now than ever, Um, I would say, an education and an experience that builds world-savvy human leaders, uh, exposed to all cultures, uh, understanding really from all their activities and and, and bonding with their friends, how they really can make an impact that matters, which again, in, in the current climate, is ever more important.
0: And we mentioned that Rosé is a school for life. Are you in touch with your friends from school?
1: I absolutely am. I am um, qu- yeah, quite busy. It keeps me busy all year round. The particular periods where we get together are in February, Gstad in when we've got a big reunion. And you can expect over a thousand alum wow. uh, coming here. And then as well, when it's the end of the class year, when people come to the school in June. Um, and again, throughout the year, there are activities I would say on a weekly basis, um, you could be meeting with your friends uh, in particular places. And then personally, um, I'm constantly in contact with all of them. And right now I'm about to get on a cruise, which has been organized with the alum of about 200 of us getting together for a week.
0: Oh, wow. I'm sure that's going to be lots of fun.
1: It's fantastic to seeing them all again.
0: That's excellent. Nico, you're with Deloitte, which is one of the big four consulting firms of the world. And working for such firms requires traits such as a lot of discipline, dedication, diligence, etc. What are some of the skills that Rosé equipped you with in your formative years that came in handy later in life when you entered the professional arena?
1: I'd say a few of them would be curiosity and the courage to be really bold and innovate. So thinking outside of the box, taking a lead. But equally, given the cultural aspects, um, being a different type of a leader, a very human leader, knowing how to lead diverse teams within the cultural understanding of a global firm with global clients.
0: Yeah, and and that's definitely the environment that I experienced on campus when I joined some of the students for the 10 a.m. hot chocolate break. I mean, in just a few minutes, you hear, you know, 10, 12 different languages. You know, it's incredibly diverse and, and international, and I think that certainly helps us later in life when we encounter diverse teams in our workplaces, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment as a managing partner for life sciences and healthcare at Deloitte?
1: It's always very difficult to reflect on oneself and and, and, and being yeah, reflective of one's accomplishments in particular. So I, I would rather leave that to others to judge. But I, I would like to think that at some point I will have demonstrated uh, bringing a real purpose to bear in one of the most central industries brought to the forefront in the past few years. You see this radical shift now towards a new and future of health, moving from sick care to prevention and well being. And really having contributed myself in ways, working with my clients, working with my teams, bringing that impact. Uh, on an everyday basis, on everything I do. I've been three decades now uh, in this environment, in this profession, in this world, and it's a very personal mission of mine.
0: And that important one. Nico, what are some of the qualities that a good consultant must possess?
1: There are many. I I think to be a fully rounded consultant, and it's always around curiosity the courage, integrity, but we have four categories that we typically name in our own, what we call our business chemistry of what a great advisor can be. It's being a pioneer, a driver, an integrator, and a guardian. The pioneer looks ahead, wants to innovate, wants to find new territory territories to explore. A driver wants to get things done. The integrator wants to bring people together And the guardian wants to safeguard what needs safeguarding so i think those four are a good representation of what a great advisor needs to be
0: and i think that's important to keep in mind for those who are listening to us and have ambitions of getting into the consulting field what is your personal definition of success
1: that is a really important question and it's been evolving over time which you would expect so over the decades, but for me today, it's really creating impact, leaving a legacy, all that while creating joy. So Making sure that everything I do has the impact that it requires, but it also leaves something better behind while, frankly, having fun.
0: I, I love that you incorporate a joy in it. Uh, uh, honestly, it just makes such a difference, doesn't it? And finally, I can't believe we're already towards the very end of the podcast, but before we let you go, what advice would you offer students who are just arriving on campus now?
1: I'd say make the best of what this extraordinary institution has to offer. Get to know as many people. Um, really learn from each and every one of them Uh, Become friends for life, as you naturally would. But also, don't just ask what Rosé can do for you, but what you can contribute to Rosé. And in particular, afterwards, to the Association of International uh, anciens that come together. So it's a bit paraphrasing what JFK would say, but I think you've got a lot to give to continuously evolve what Rosé can be.
0: I absolutely love that, Nico. And I really, really enjoyed our conversation today. If any of our listeners have any more questions, can they find you on LinkedIn?
1: Absolutely, under my name. And uh, yeah, still at Deloitte, third decade in.
0: Wow, I mean, uh, that says, you know, wonders about the the company and uh, what you're trying to accomplish there. Once again, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and being our guest today. Uh, If any of our listeners have any other questions about anything else they heard today, please feel free to email me at Carla at SwissLearning.com. Thank you and until
1: next time.